It's time for Larry No Sports. My guest tonight, loyal, true Mets fan, Eric Mangan. And I'm your host, Larry Mustachioed Kisses. Gonna be joining me here on Instagram Live. There he is. There he What's is. up, Eric? Hey, Larry. How you doing today? I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you right now. Feel anything better? I'm hearing you now. There right. you are, <laughs> my baby. I'm at Larry the Athlete. Thank you very much to at Socially Distant Improv for letting me do my thing on their channel i'm going to be coming to you every friday afternoon at 3 p.m to get you ready for the sports weekend if we have sports if we ever have sports again i don't know if we ever have a weekend again what's what are weekends yeah what are weekends we're just living on the couch watching episodes of whatever on netflix and don't know what day it is what are you streaming right now what's that What's Larry watching? What's Larry streaming? Oh, good question. Uh, I'm I'm cat. I'm watching Watchmen on HBO. I'm about halfway okay. through. Okay. Okay. Really good. Have you seen it? No, not really. I've heard great things about it though. I'm not really like a comic book guy, but I've heard like the show itself is really good. Yeah, I'm not a comic book guy either, but uh, it's been it's been great. And it's yeah, like, I don't think you have to be a comic book guy for this. Yeah, yeah. Baseball is my my one true passion. My yeah. one true love. Well, speaking of comic book oh. characters. Mm-hmm. Like Thor. Like Thor, good segue. Good segue. That's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> um, Noah Syndergaard, a.k.a. Yep. Thor, a.k.a. <laughs> the pitcher with the long blonde hair. Uh, he underwent Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, normally I'd be, you know, all downtrodden about it and everything. Uh, it being the position we're in with baseball being kind of shut down for now, it's you know, not as painful as the sting would be. Um, in true Mets fashion, we're not even playing baseball and we're losing, you know, <laughs> you know we're getting people going down to injuries. So it's it's a little frustrating or at least in, in tune with our uh, our MO. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. He has, what's been the situation uh, the past two seasons, he's missed a lot of time due to injury, right? Yeah, had a couple of injuries. I think like a lat injury at one point. Um and just like some nagging things that kind of put off that kind of caught up with him. Um, uh, as for like, I don't know, like he's, he's been fairly reliant, you know, like he hasn't really had like a string of injuries. It's just more or less. He had two seasons back to back that made him look like he was kind of frail. Mm. And uh, with, you know, Tommy John puts you and you know, a disadvantage where you look like you're out for like three seasons, because if it happens, you know, like the end of, you know, let's say 2019, it carries you all through, 2020 and then 2021 you're out as well so it just suddenly becomes like you look like you can't stay healthy but um yeah it, it sucks it sucks being a Mets fan yeah much like, uh, any other year yeah so this one uh they I guess they're they're he's out the the recovery time is expected to be 12 to 14 months yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's funny. The headlines today was uh, Noah Syndergaard undergoes successful Tommy John surgery. 
I've He's never like, read that and seen unsuccessful Tommy John surgery. Yeah, like what defines success when it refers to, you know, being uh, displaced from your career for, you know, over a year? Yeah, but, where you just got a ligament removed from some part of your body yeah, into another yeah. part of your body. It's it's like, uh, I made this uh, reference recently, but uh, Geraldo Rivera, he had yeah. uh, fat removed from his ass and put into his forehead once. <laughs> so it was to tout the, uh, I think, the wonders of... Um, uh, like implants like facial uh fat implants and stuff but, yeah um, which, which is wonderful like- you never know you might need some facial fat <laughs> i mean uh Geraldo rivera did he had a concave forehead he did yeah, yeah. there's one known for it was known for his facial uh abnormalities yeah that and Al Capone's fat, grave. facial fat yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah um so coming to you live also from uh, my Mets um, uh, bunker here. I've oh, got nice. my, my Shea Stadium seats. Very nice. From I've what got, year is that? Uh, these are from uh, last year in the stadium. So like 20, uh, 2006 it was their last year there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my, my Andy Chavez poster signed. Oh, wow. He made in, I guess it was the game they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals, right? Yeah, that was uh, in 2006. It was game six or game seven. Game seven, game seven in the NLCS. Game seven of the NLCS. Uh, yeah, and like, it's all, what's it's go, all been ingrained. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's all been ingrained in my yeah. memory. Very, yeah, uh, yeah. Specifically, details to that night. Yeah, just a um, few innings early, like in the eighth inning, he made like a home run robbing grab, which is that yeah. picture, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the um, one. And then. I could still see Carlos Beltran, as can you, just like looking at yeah. that curve from Adam Wainwright. Just buckling at the knees on the three-two pitch. It <laughs> uh, it wasn't not going to be called a strike. It was a it was a great pitch. It was just you pay you know your number three hitter to take his bat off his shoulder. And yeah, was, uh, yeah, foul it off something. Yeah, pretty much. And what um, do you got next to it? What are those baseball cards? Oh, uh, these are most players from like the '86 team. I kind of like assembled a little like Mets. Uh, I don't Ooh. know. Ode of sorts, a little shrine I have here. Yeah. Uh, I, I like broke out all of my Met supplies, and I think I'd be talking about Mets today just because I have nothing else going on in life. <laughs> hey, here's, we're, we're trying to find. Dirt. Oh, what's that? Weed? This, this is dirt from City Field. Ooh, nice. Uh, Smoke it. I stole that when I went on the tracks one time for like a, an after game like party of sorts. Um, here's that. Here's my Bonilla shirt I was telling you about. Yep. I wear with pride, and also get a lot of stares and, and looks on the <laughs> on the streets. A lot of animosity, apparently. Yeah, for, his time uh, with the Bob. Mets was not very heralded, except for that contract. No, no, no. But he really. was good. He was. I mean, he was never good on the Mets, right? Uh, he like had his spurts, but never put like anything together, and was never worth you know the contract he was signed to. Right. So. It was mostly. I mean, he was great with the Pirates with him and Barry Bonds. Yeah. Bonds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, time how it paints a wonderful picture. <laughs> yeah, Bonilla. Uh, yeah, kind of. It reminds me of Mo Vaughn. Uh, Mo Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, with uh, this time with the Mets, you mean? Yeah, I think was- so. Where he was like a power hitter <laughs> elsewhere, and like I think to anybody who is like a kind of stats nerd knew like this is not a good signing for the money. No, uh, Roberto Almar, same case too. Yeah, like the- they like signed their- him when he was like thirty-five, right? Yeah. Mets did a, went through a string of, of free agent signings that were all players past their prime. Yeah. You know, uh, like heavy contracts that they just wouldn't be able to get out of, you know, long term. Um, just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frustrating. So many, so many New York teams have done that. Uh, the Knicks, I mean, I think they're, the Knicks have finally stopped doing that. 
Mm-hmm. So we'll see how the next. It'll take a few years because that's a lot. Like wins are going to be a lagging indicator if they're doing good moves with, as a GM. Yeah. Uh, Rangers I- did that for a long time. I don't think they are anymore. And mm-hmm. are the are the Mets still doing it? Uh, thankfully, I think there's better leadership, but you still have yeah. the Wilpons in place who are stingy enough to not want to waste their money. But somehow, when they do, it still goes to, like towards the wrong signings. Jason Bay, um, Mike, uh, Hamm- yeah. Um, God, who else? Just a slew of athletes who just should not have been. You know, it, you know. I think it is. It's that you have the New York market, and to other people, New York just in, like inherently needs to spend more money because we're a bigger market and we mm-hmm. need to look like we have money or like we need to be flashy with our money. So we kind of uh, spend a little frivolously and not no- always in the right place, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I feel like it's okay to to because they're a bigger market to spend more money but to like when they try to make a big splash because of people in the media like myself who are going to constantly nitpick every move they do yeah Uh, i know you were uh you were very harsh you know when uh larry johnson first signed with the knicks you didn't think that he was uh playing real i remember you were kind of tearing it up i was ragging him but uh he finally redeemed himself and did pretty well in the 99 and 2000 playoffs Oh, LJ Grandmama. Uh, anybody out there on Instagram live? <laughs> LJ. I, I'm, t- I'm too close to the camera. Uh, yeah. You got it. You got it. Uh, anybody, if you have a sports question, uh, just request to join the conversation and I'll take it. It could be about any sport you want. It doesn't have to be about baseball. So let's go back to the Mets without Syndergaard. Uh, who hopefully get well soon. Hopefully you're ready by the start or early next season. Uh, if uh, any, uh, so they're, what's their starting rotation kind of look like now, whenever that gets uh, back? It'll still be DeGrom in the number one. Yeah, um, and he's like, he's still considered like a top five pitcher in all of baseball. I mean, I think he's the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. It's two side, you know, winners, you're back to back. Um consistently just like carried the team um even when you know they weren't scoring like even like he had like 11 losses last year like i think it was like 9 and 11 or whatever it was even in those 11 losses he was only giving up less than two runs so yeah. it's like he just didn't run support so even if his record was better you know i think people would be more willing to say that he's the best pitcher in baseball but yeah. um isn't yeah, it crazy uh, that people used to uh, actually like it'll be it's with Sorry, I, I was saying, isn't it crazy that people like used to look at like win-loss record for pitchers and actually think it meant something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A three-game winner. Yeah, you might have had a four-point something ERA, but right. you know you had not that bailed you out. So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a misleading stat for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. I think quality quality starts is a little more indicative of how you are as a player, but yeah. still, you know, very not so much. You know, the statistic you should be garnering someone's yeah. career by. So yeah, um, it's been a little while since I've uh, been up on my saber, but it's like FIP plus is still a thing. Oh god, you know what? It's like I'm all I get like analytics, and I'm all for it in the sense yeah. of like predicting and making the best call when it comes to situations. Uh, I'm I'm very much like an old school fan of baseball, yeah. where you like you play with like your gut, you go with your intuition, you you kind of go by you know what you know as a, a as a human, as a player, watching mm-hmm. you know other people play. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get the analytics and I, I do still think that people should use them to an extent. Adam, um, Adam Dunn was a player who used his gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his gut being his choice to either strike out or hit a home run. Right. So, like, that, own, yeah. yeah. Or to yeah, like, stuff himself with pancakes. Yeah. Uh, like 210 
with like 40 home runs yeah he was like, the perfect like when saber community was getting into like you know there's bat you you what's your your batting average on balls in play you can't really control so he was a perfect like three outcome three true outcome uh strikeout walk home mm-hmm. run and like three years in a row he had 40 home runs yeah it's a different day and age i was what was i just reading about how um if the strike, not strike, but if the uh, season is to go underway again, how to best implement like a season of sorts. And if it goes much further beyond June, like doing like a 32 game round robin, almost like a, like a um, our March Madness style of mm-hmm. baseball, which is being incredible, incredibly uh, unique in that the situation that we're all in is unique. So why not, I guess, make this year of sports be very, um, just defined by the year around us. So I think that doing something, you know, odd like that would be also really intriguing to watch and kind of look back on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the year to actually try something because, you know, and if it doesn't work, no one will blame you and no one will like complain. Oh, we got to go back to the old way because everybody knows it's a unique situation. And baseball has always been, I I feel like slow to evolve. Uh, Mm -hmm. So this is a good year to try that. But like that, as you said, a 30, 30 team round raw is a 30 or 32 teams. Oh, a 32 game, I meant to say. 32 like games, 30, right. 30, 30 yes, yeah. there are only 30 teams. Yeah. Uh, the, the Montreal hasn't had an expansion team yet. <laughs> um, yeah, Mont- speaking of Montreal, they're a team that would have won in a strike year or in a year that got canceled. Yeah. They had a good team. They had Marquise Grissom, Larry Walker, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Pedro Martinez, I think was still Yeah, I think no. so. Yeah, I mean, they uh, they were projected, I think, to win 104 games based on where they were going that year. Yep. Uh, Yankees, I think it was Yankees and Expos uh, were the top two teams in the league. And um, there was a, a fun article, I think, in Sports Illustrated that year. Um, and I, I only remember this because I used to collect them, uh, where they projected <laughs> out like, the remainder of the season. Yeah, yeah. They projected out the remainder of the season, and it was supposed to be like the Twins and Expos. And it was like, I don't know, a lot of drama that built up for what that season would have been. And I feel like that really would have been a, a great year for baseball. Matt Williams was challenging the home run record at the oh, time. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. But um, that was also still like the steroid era. So right. everything was masked right. by yeah. yeah. I guess then when ba- baseball finally came back, uh, that was like, like a good year for baseball's popularity, a good era. Like ninety five, mm-hmm. I think, was pretty good. Uh, then, the, then you had the Yankees big stretch, which, as much as we don't like it, it was you know new, the Yankees winning is obviously good for baseball or was particularly then. Uh, uh, Larry, I know you follow baseball a ton, but do you have a team? So I, uh, I like, I like both the Mets and the Rockies. Okay, the where, Rock- did, where did your Rockies come? My love of the Rockies came from. Um, so I. My first team that I ever loved was the Mets, um, and then because I also uh, loved the Knicks, and like realizing that the two of them were blue and orange, uh, I also started liking the Denver Broncos in football. So I like I don't like any New York teams at all in football. So it's the Denver Broncos in football, and like I'm like, and and just from like being in like following Denver a little bit, I kind of like would start following the Rockies a bit in like years that the Mets sucked. And so it kind of stuck. Uh, it really picked up in the like mid two thousands when uh, Matt Holiday was there, and I, I just like loved Matt Holiday. I had him on my fantasy team like the year he really broke out, and that just kind of kept it moving. Um, so your your fandom was based around your 
it was based around color, color scheme. scheme yeah when it first started yeah so it was, it was other colors yeah yeah uh uh yeah like red invokes hunger so right. blue and orange mostly invokes a feeling of disappointment and <laughs> yeah self-loathing. basically uh, between the Knicks uh, Mets. Uh, Broncos, yeah, the, the, Broncos fulfilled some uh, some good memories. Yeah, Broncos are, were, were a good team for quite a few years. You know, they had uh, they had their run in the 80s, uh, late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this past... The, yeah, the 80s and decade, early 90s yeah. were always heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, but late 90s, yeah, when yeah. LA finally won too, that was some good, good memories. That helicopter spin, man. Oh, yeah. That helicopter spin yeah. on Elway. That's memorable. Uh, iconic. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so we were talking about the Mets starting rotation. You got Degrom, uh, is Stroman DeGrom. number two? Yeah, I mean, essentially everyone's just going to be bumped up, and in a way, I mean, not that the Mets are going to be any bit better without Syndergaard, but in a way, it kind of works out because there was a lot of confusion about uh, Michael Waka, who was mm-hmm. signed uh, during. And he was promised a role in the rotation, but um, once they signed um, Rick Porcello, uh, suddenly there wasn't mm. a spot for him, and they were saying Waka was going to have to go to the bullpen, and he was kind of like at odds with the team, and it, it thought like there was going to be like a little drama that came from it, but it seems like now with Syndergaard out, like Waka can just kind of slide into the rotation, so it'll be uh, Dugram, uh, Stroman, uh, Matt supposedly now I guess will stay in the rotation, who's three, and then uh, Porcello and Waka. So, I mean, it's it's still, you know... A it's still a good rotation. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, and our offense uh, is is returning, so I, I don't feel like we have too much of a drop-off. It's un, it's unfortunate to not have your number two pitcher, but I still feel like we still have a, a puncher's chance in the uh, NL East. Yeah, uh, and even, but, even before this injury, like, one, who knows what's happening this season. Maybe it's a good season to miss for injury recovery. Yeah. But also... Uh, uh, I mean, the Mets were like a team that might have been in the hunt for the wild card. Yeah, yeah I think on so. How I think they're optimistic you were, but they weren't yeah, like I mean, supposed to win. They weren't like the Dodgers or Yankees this year, where you're favored to be a championship contender. So mm. losing Stroman at this time, it's it doesn't like. Uh, sorry, losing uh, Syndergaard at this time doesn't doesn't kill you. Given away to having lost him at the time of the year that we are in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also I was having a conversation with a friend about it. it's like if they were to have a, a shortened season, like you as a fan, if your team were to win, if the Mets were to win, if the uh, the Rockies were to mm-hmm. win, does that kind of feel like you're kind of getting cheated out of a real like championship? Like, yeah, oh, you're like fan, other fans like oh you didn't really earn it as a team. Right, you right, this right. So I don't know. I was like almost like I either I don't want to win or I don't want the season to resume just yeah. so it doesn't tainted. It'll still count in the record books. I'd count it. I mean, uh, Spurs fans, I think they still count that year that yeah. Tim Duncan that? and Ryan, uh, Tim Robinson and or whatever Robinson, David Robinson and Tim Duncan won together. Uh, yeah, Tim Robinson. Yeah, Tim Robinson. A, yeah, he did a sketch season with them. That's right. Uh, That's who Tim Robinson yeah. is. <laughs> um, was that forty-one games that year? Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It resumed in February. I remember was yeah. that year. God. God, the memories. Weird stats, yeah, the weird stats that stick with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I keep like, I was watching. Um, I think I told you about this. I was watching like, uh, there was a live game on some Twitter channel yesterday that was showing uh, 
the Rays versus Yankees, the last game of the season in 2011, were like uh-huh. it was the confluence of all these crazy events where Rays came back from seven nothing from the eighth inning. Um, Longoria hit, I think, either a three run homer or a grand slam. I think it was Dan Johnson though that had the game winning home run. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Sox lost to the Orioles in the ninth. Uh, St. Louis won their game in dramatic fashion to make the playoffs, and I think ended up winning the championship that year. Um, oh, but it was the, 2011. Yeah, yeah. It, it could have Cardinals been the Giants. It was. Yeah. it was like these years where the Giants would win every other year. There was one year where it was St. Louis versus Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it's St. Texas was 2011, and then the Giants I think won in 2012, 14, and 16. Yeah. That sounds, that, yeah. No, no, no. It's 10, 12, and 14. 10, 12, 14. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think one year po- Buster Posey was rookie of the year one year, then MVP the next year, or uh, <laughs> and Major League Baseball champion. Uh, but, like, watching that and, like, yeah, seeing like- all these names of players that, like, I remember from when I was huge into baseball, and it's just, like, all these nice, mm-hmm. fun memories. I broke out my old PlayStation 2 the other day just to kill time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the baseball games I have, I'm like looking at them, are uh, MLB The Show 2007 and uh, MLB All-Star like 2005. So it's crazy to play these games. Yeah. Are in their rookie year in their contract <laughs> game, but like they've been retired for five I'm like, oh yeah, their career is going to go great. Oh. <laughs> it's the game oh, I knew. Dontrell Willis. <laughs> who was a, inter- was a dud yeah. kind of yeah <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's weird trying to find some kind of uh sports replacements I know. In, the, in these times something to you know find kind of meaning yeah i was thinking of getting a set of action figures to like r- to simulate games with because i don't do video games but i could do like playing with action figures because uh it would have been we would have been I guess the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 right now in the basketball tournament. Yeah, could yeah have had some fun. Been, uh, we could have been having fun. We could have been enjoying this conversation. Yeah, we could have been uh, giving each other high fives while eating wings. Yeah, we could, have, we could have fed each other wings. We could have fed each other wings, and nobody would have thought that's unsanitary. No, of course not. Yeah. No, they would, have, uh, they would have requested that we do it. Yeah, well, they would have been sure? like, are you, are you not friends? You may not sit at the same table. Not. Um, so let's go, let's go over that, uh, 32 game round Robin, um, scenario. So this is mm-hmm. like assuming, cause if we get, if we, if everything goes back to normal in a month from now, I think they just maybe start the season in like end of May and then go from there, shortened season. But if, if it yeah, goes for a long time, how does this 32, t- uh, game round Robin work? I think the way I had read it was that um, this is for a season that would go like wouldn't start until I guessed like guess July, mm-hmm. and so that they would scrap the All Star Game and essentially like just the second half of the yearish or so, um, uh, and essentially you would play every team in your division uh, eight games. So like you you would play okay. your divisional you know, Eight, eight times, and you would only play the people in your division. You wouldn't play anyone else outside of your division. And okay. it would be kind of similar to like 1930s baseball, in which they would only play uh, uh, within the 
uh, like there, it wouldn't be what you call it, like um, interleague play anymore, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you'd be exposed to the teams that you wouldn't have played not until you made the playoffs, like how it used to be like in the 30s. So yeah. it's a little more of a return. Like there's some sense of it being um, uh, like a return to baseball and old for like people who don't want to embrace current like the baseball. Old, the old ti- keep the old timers happy while we experiment. <laughs> keep the DH. Yeah. <laughs> what, so... Um, but thirty, like if you start in July, though, you would have time for more than thirty-two games. Well, this is any season that started after July is the thing how they framed it. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. uh. but who depended upon when the season would start would maybe indicate how many games the, that kind of scenario would right. play. But as you're only playing your division, and then you play everyone else once you reach the playoffs, or who you would ever you would play once you reach the playoffs. I see. So I think in that. To like define define that model, I think they had referred to like the 2017 Astros uh, playing the Yankees in the postseason would be like the first time that they played. So imagine like these two powerhouses who like you know have all this talent and are suddenly like have not faced each other, so they don't know firsthand like oh what does this pitcher throw? Who has like the advantage in that matchup? How does you know how do the teams uh, you know react to playing yeah. each other for the first time like that? I don't know. I think it's a unique thing like we were saying something that kind of changes the scope of how a sport that isn't going to be typically played how it's played for a year yeah give it a try um yeah i mean the 32 games though like baseball is already um a fairly random game in that like a Mm -hmm. lot of things are up to luck and maybe over 162 games the luck balances out but over 32 and we see that in the playoffs where team wildcard teams win all the time uh, in a 32-game season, it's not going to necessarily be the best teams who make it. No. I mean, it's all about a hot streak, really. Yeah. I mean, they say it every playoffs, the hottest team wins. But if you think about it, the season is only 32 games. It's all about who is the best team for those 32 for games. For a month, yeah. All that- I, I like it. So, yeah. Hey, your 2020 world champion Miami Marlins. You know? <laughs> almost. No. Back to the, back to the almost. future, almost got it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Although they won, they won in uh, I think it's nine games. I think that's the one tweak that not everyone always notices that they changed oh. the length. Of the okay. Yeah. 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 Marlins win in nine games, or Miami wins in nine games. Yeah, Miami. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> another another uh, possible scenario I saw: if it's a shortened season, there were, there would be more double headers. And one thing they're talking about is when it's a double header, doing seven inning games. So because there are more oh. double headers, like like let's not. Uh, Let's not like drive this into the ground and make them play so many innings. So it'd be like a fourteen inning day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is it that like? I mean, there's no answer to this as so much as like posing the question. What is it that like we're trying to essentially accomplish? If we're not like, if we're going by the length of time that we can get in, yeah. Like, are we are stats the importance? Are we trying to resemble a season in that like? I oh, guess these, so. Yeah, it's like, why do we need to cram in extra? games if the thought that we're not going to be having a full season doesn't mean as much you know it's like i think we just need to go with whatever you know our bare minimum is and keeping people i guess safe still in that regard mm-hmm. because i'm i don't see myself going to games just yet. oh yeah they, i think if, yeah. if sports return it'll return with uh fanless games yeah. Uh, yeah and maybe some quarantined like olympic village style thing yeah even the olympics they don't want it like they only they waited until i think like two or three days ago to postpone yeah. 2020 olympics which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, to wait this long. Yeah. Um, but it all boils down to money, I think, which everything else does, apparently. It always does. I mean, do we, do we do we keep uh, old people safe, or do we try to bring back the economy by Easter? That's, yeah. the, that's the question going on right now. Sorry, Grandma. GDP is down. GDP is down. 
we need we need RBIs and GDP up. Yeah. Uh yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to get political of no. all up here because Larry doesn't do politics, but Donald Trump is a fucking dick. I could probably say worse about him. He's just an idiot. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, would he just say no to, or said that we don't? He doesn't believe we need uh, thirty thousand ventilators. 000 ventilators. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of his that's great cool. brain and science, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, his uncle went to MIT though. So oh, that's true. His uncle went to MIT and apparently was yeah. there for the longest time ever. Yeah, I'm sure he for had some in, in mankind. Yeah, yeah. That's a, all time should be measured by the length of his uncle's life. Yeah. Oh, my uncle. Both my uncles are still alive. Mm. Do you, how are how are your um, uncles doing? Uh, my one of my uncles. He has been trying to get me to go to uh, uh, Chicago this year. Oh. For, uh, no, no. He wants to go to Boston with him because the Mets and the Cubs are were supposed to go to Boston this year, and he wanted to stay for like a weekend. They're playing like back to back series. Oh. And, what if they did three teams at a time? Oh, if three teams played at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. I to think cram in some games. Yeah, yeah. And then actually the, the team that's not playing can just decide who the winner is. Like rather than like the third team can be the umpires. That oh, way yeah, 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 yeah. So it'll be more fair in that they're players. They get, you know, they understand the game better. I don't know. Uh, Mikey speaking says, if I don't have uncles, should I check in with other people's uncles? Um, you should never talk to someone else's uncle. That's a very personal thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I was going to say in this time in which we need to worry about, uh, everyone, I think we should be checking in on other people's uncles. No, check um, in on your own uncle. Look, if it's your not uncle, your okay. uncle, it's not your responsibility. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but what about like a metaphorical uncle? What about uncles who we say like, oh, like he's people my that uncle. hurt you and you cry uncle? Yeah. Yeah. Those two. <laughs> to check in on, <laughs> on your bullies. I'm concerned about their well-being too. Yeah, but who? What do you mean by metaphorical uh, uncles? Oh, uh, like if uh, if your uncle was uh, a family friend, oh uh, yeah, 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 you know your father, but didn't know it until years later. Right. Uh, like Bobby, what was it? Bobby Darren? Bobby, <laughs> no, his mother. Never mind. Oh, I, I didn't know this story. It's uh, again old statistics that you really don't need to be holding on. Yeah, to. but let's talk about Bobby Darren real quick before we have to get out of here. Tell, tell us the story yeah. of Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren was a, a singer from the fifties, a doo wop singer. Uh, had uh, he sang the song "Mac the Knife," and uh, one of the uh, pieces of lore about him was that he was raised by his sister, who he didn't find out until later that was actually his mother. So mm. there was only like a nominal, you know difference but uh knowing that uh he or she would have raised the child out of wedlock and be like kind of um disregarded or whatever or pushed aside she just said that uh it was his brother so yeah sometimes yeah kind of messed with him psychologically later in life yeah yeah you gotta do what you gotta do to get by that's what we're all doing uh while we're trying to survive without sports jack nicholson was raised by his grandmother and told his mother was his aunt wow wild thanks mikey speaking for that stat thank you eric mangin for uh mangin sorry yeah. uh wh but by the way how was it for you when the jets coach was eric mangini was that like you're like um you know it was 
it wasn't too bad. I think the biggest problem was that like people would just assume because we had the same first name mm-hmm. uh, that we were related somehow, even though our last names were different. Right. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of people asking me, oh, yes, you guys related? Is that your uncle? I'm like, <laughs> your yeah. Your uncle man genius? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I won't be checking in on him, though. Nah. Um, but I don't think he, anybody's uh, going to be checking it, on him, unfortunately. Even, no. I, I, I haven't heard him. I don't think he was that great of a coach. I just... He was, like when no, he first started, he, uh, he was like supposed to be this great coach. He just or, he came up under uh, Belichick's wings, just yeah. like uh, Josh McDaniels, Romeo Cornell, mm-hmm. you know Charlie Weiss. So it was just very much like getting his tutelage. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, kind of riding on his coattails. Didn't work out. All right, uh, I'll be here. Thanks for joining me, Eric Mangan. You uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, man, I just did this, uh, podcast last night with, uh, with your friend Brian mm-hmm. and, uh, Marcus and Pedro for, um, Jesus's, uh, uh, RPG podcast. I don't know the name of it offhand. Maybe you could ask Brian if he knows, but, um, um it's called, I think the long shot, the long shot. Okay. So yeah, watch out for that. That'll be, uh, posted somewhere. They're coming month. out soon. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm going to be doing this on Socially Distant Improv every Friday from 3 to 3.30. I am Larry the Athlete, and you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Larry the Athlete. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever you use to listen to that. Thank you, and goodbye.